Thank you for joining our broadcast today at City Life Church. We would love to hear how God is using this ministry to change your life. So please take a moment to send us your story at info at citylifechurch.cc. And if God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to help us to bring God's word to other people. You can go to our website at citylifechurch.cc to find the giving options that work best for you. We've got an encouraging word for you, and we pray that you lean in and engage as we head into the auditorium for today's message. I want to speak to you from the Word of God today and just jump right in. And I want to speak to you from the subject, I remember. Somebody say, I remember. In this last season, I feel like I've been at more celebrations of life and memorial services than I can remember. Not just people that are old in age and live long lives, but people that seem to be gone way too soon. And I remember as I either performed and spoke at the service, sharing words of affirmation and memory, or I sat as a parishioner listening as friends of mine were eulogized, and I heard things that were said about them. And over the course of the last few months, my thought was this. Sometimes we wait too late to remember. Sometimes we wait too late to celebrate. Memorial Day is set aside that we can honor those that have fallen in battle or fallen on front lines of warfare so that we might live in this great nation. But around us, there are people that walk alongside of us, that help us remember. Philippians chapter 1 verse 3 says this. The writer Paul talks often about remembering. And the memory of, that you possess many times is very challenging and can be tricky in navigating through it. But he said this, I thank God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. I begin to look up the word memorial or to memorialize and there were three words that were captioned in describing this event or this set time of a person, place, or thing. The first was to remember, the second was to honor, and the last is to celebrate. Remember, we find that as we remember and we walk out the memory of those that are walking alongside of us or maybe those that have gone before us, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes remembering is very difficult because we remember tragic moments. We remember tough times. We remember people that are no longer with us. But there are things in every story that if we really think about and we really take time to embrace, there's that silver lining of the journey not just the loss of people along the way, but who they were in the journey and what they deposited in us. I love what Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7 says. Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all good that has come from their lives and follow their example of faith. This is what the writer is saying. As you remember those that led you, 
You can understand that they deposited words in you that are life-giving. And you can learn and walk out their example of faith. So what he's saying here is, if you remember those, he would write to young Timothy, say, remember your grandmother and your mother. They had such faith, and that faith is in you. And if you will live out that faith and remember the deposit in your life, if you would remember those that have walked alongside of you that helped you get to where you are, a memory is a powerful thing. But even Jesus, just before he picked up a cross, he gave us the gift of communion. He gave us the bread that we would break and we would remember and he would give us the cup that we would bless and partake of. And then he said this, when you take the bread and you take the cup, do it in remembrance of me. Remember not the cross, not the grave, but victory in me. Remember that there is power in resurrection. See, the memory that you have is a powerful thing. That's why we Celebrate moments. I, I, heard, I heard this past week by the great philosopher John Lennon. <laughs> Memories are what happen when life is taking place. These little milestones along the way. And we remember back and we think of all of these things. I, I got to attend my daughter's eighth grade graduation. She's going to be a freshman. I'm going to have a senior in the house. And when we arrived 14 years ago at City Life, they were little. They were three months old and three years old. So it's helped us mark our journey here in Tampa. And we have a, a freshman and now a senior. And, and they were describing words that affirmed and spoke to what the graduating class of eighth grade was at their school. And the teacher summed it all up by this. They were the class that never quit because they had to go to school with masks. At times, they had to watch virtually. They had to walk through a pandemic to learn. No, no other class that these teachers had ever taught ever had to walk through these things. But now we look back at the end of the year and they made it. See, there are moments in your journey and the writer is saying, when I remember you, I pray with you with great joy. And I believe that what God has started in your life is going to be fulfilled. And he would go on to tell us because he works all things together for our good, because we love him and we're called according to his purpose. So when you remember, I want you to dwell on things that are positive. He said, think on things that are good. Think on things that are lovely. Oh, there are some places that we walk through of loss and hardship and hurt and we, we don't forget those places but in those places there are always gold linings and nuggets of faith that we find that build who we are so when I think back and I begin to remember and I begin to celebrate something happens when I remember what happens is I begin to honor somebody say honor See, honor is a core value here at City Life. We have these set of core values, and I tell people all the time, core values are like the guardrails of life. They just keep you in the lane of life that keeps the main thing the main thing. There's some core values that we possess. If you're new to City Life, unity is a core value here at City Life. We're just going to get along. We're going to love Jesus and love people. It's really that simple. We make it too difficult. We're going to love God with our whole heart, and we're going to love people the same way. Unity is a core value. Diversity is a core value here at City Life. Look around you. Diversity is a core value. We're very intentional about how we live out life in a diverse manner. We, we want people from all nations and different backgrounds to feel welcome here at City Life. Generosity is a core value at City Life. We want to be generous with our time, our treasure, our talent, and our testimony. 
We never quit giving to missions outside these four walls. Matter of fact, we took missions to another level during the pandemic. We're starting a church right now in the Bahamas that you helped build because it was destroyed by the hurricane. We're building it from the ground up. It's already paid for because you made that happen. Generosity is a core value here at City Life. But I'll tell you one of our core values is honor. Because we believe honor establishes us as the people of God. We want people to feel honored from the parking lot to the platform. We want them to feel honored if they serve. We want them to feel honored in their gift. We want them to feel honored in their calling. We want them to feel honored that Jesus has a beautiful destination before them in spite of where they've been. We want them to feel honored. I love what First Peter chapter Chapter 2 says in verse 17, he says, honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the king. If you begin to remember long enough, you will begin to honor the gifts that God has put in your life. You will begin to honor the people that God has put in your life. Why do we honor? Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 16 says this, honor your father and your mother as the Lord God has commanded you, that your days may be long, that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord God gives you. Here's what he's saying. He said, honor those in said authority. It's not just your mom and dad in a biological sense. If you will honor those, I tell people all the time, there are three types of people that you need to honor. You need to honor those that are over you. We need to honor those that are under us. And we need to honor those that walk beside us in the journey. And if you will honor those that are over you, first honoring God, first honoring God with all that you have and all of who you are, and then honor those that are set authority, we need honor back in this culture of our society. We need honor back in our country. We need honor for just humankind and humanity. I'm not talking about lot people of lofty positions. I'm not talking about putting people on pedestals. But what I am saying is this. We honor those that God has placed in our life, that it govern us and guard us. We honor those that God is bringing up. Paul honored Timothy, and he honored the gift in Timothy as he raised him up. But then you honor those that are walking in the journey, and you honor them. Why? Because the Bible says not only will you have long life, but you will have a blessed life. God will put favor on you and authority on you. On you and he will mark you with blessing. How many want to walk in the blessing of God? Honor is a key. Because what you honor, God not only allows you to steward and he gives you more of it, but when you dishonor, it breaks down the very plan and purpose of God in your life. See, God's plan and God's authority. God opened Genesis with honoring the creation that he put in place. He gave them authority. He opens the New Testament with honoring a young girl named Mary. And he said, you have found favor with the Lord. And he gives her Jesus to carry into the earth and birth into the earth. But he also closes out the Old Testament and he speaks of dishonor. And for 400 years, God said nothing. I am telling you, there is nothing that will shut the mouth of God in your life and the heavens in your life like dishonor. When you dishonor what God has given you, it will silence the heavens in your life. But when you walk in a spirit of honor, when you honor those around you, when you honor the Father and you honor those in set authority, when you honor those that God has called you to raise up, I am telling you, God begins to speak and the heavens begin to open. Honor is the core value here at City Life. So we believe as God lays a foundation of honor, it becomes a platform platform for ministry and a new season of God's goodness in our life. So when I honor, so when I remember, it allows me to begin to honor. But I also understand that there's celebration involved. Somebody say celebrate. celebrate. When you learn to celebrate others, 
you will find that God celebrates you. The two revelation and understanding that God celebrates you. The Bible says the minute you are saved, the heavens explode. The minute you are saved, the angels rejoice. The minute you walk in your purpose, the minute you open your mouth, the Father rises, the Bible says. But I will tell you this, you will never truly understand the celebration of the Father in your life unless you love to, if you understand the celebration of others. Don't, don't get envious when others are blessed. Celebrate them. Don't get envious when others are promoted. Celebrate them. Don't get envious when other people are advancing in life because here's what you have to understand. When you truly believe that the God that is blessing you is able to bless you it changes everything so when I see my brother getting blessed I say father just give him more because if you can do it for him you can do it for me and I begin to celebrate the blessing of his life come on celebrate somebody look at your neighbor say I celebrate you today look at him say I celebrate how God has blessed you financially now ask him to borrow some money no no don't really do that I'm joking I'm joking I'm <laughs> joking When we learn to celebrate, something happens. When we learn to honor, it establishes the principles of the kingdom in our life. When we remember. When the children of Israel are crossing over into Jordan, God speaks to Joshua and he says this. When they cross the Jordan and they come to Jericho to take the city, before they get over into the promise... Have 12 men, leaders from every tribe, stop in the middle of the river. And I want them to reach down in the middle of the riverbed and pick up a rock. And then I want them to carry the rock out the other side. And he said, when they get out the other side, I want them to stack those rocks one by one on top of each other. Because one day their children will come along and their grandchildren, and their great-grandchildren, and they will not remember the wilderness. And they will not remember the cloud by day and the fire by night. They will not understand what it means to talk about the manna that was provided. They will not understand what it was to be brought out of Egypt. They will never understand what it was to have to fight daily in a wilderness for over 40 years. They will not understand any of this. But these stones will allow them to come and say, what do these stones mean? And you can say, there was a day that we had to walk together through a wilderness season. And the Father brought us into the place of promise. And he said, build a memorial that reminds it. So as we walk as memorial stones in the earth, I want us to be reminded that we are not in this journey alone. We are not doing life by ourselves, but there is not only a family of faith, there is a world that needs Jesus. So I remember what you did for me. And I remember all of the gifts of who you are. He said, when I think about you, I get excited when I think about you because we've partnered together. And I pray with you in celebration with joy that the things that God is doing in your life would be completed. So this is my prayer for you. I pray with joy over you. I remember who you are, City Life Church. I remember the gift that you are to the kingdom. I honor you today and I pray with celebration that what God has started in your life, he will complete. He will finish. And I declare that your best is yet to come. But I don't want to have to wait until we come to a memorial service to think about good thoughts of one another. I want us to do it on a daily basis. I shared this story at a memorial service not long ago, and I'd read an article about Captain Charlie Plum. Captain Charlie Plum was a naval fighter. He flew, 70, he flew 75 missions in Vietnam from the U.S. Kitty Hawk. 
He was raised in a little bitty town with just 300 people in a small area of Kansas. He applied to the Naval Academy, was accepted, graduated with honors, and he was also accepted into the very first class of the Top Gun Flight School. He was one of the, he was the Tom Cruise of the day. So he went to the Top Gun Flight School, graduated. They gave him the fastest, most powerful jet that the Naval or the Air Force had at that time. He flew 74 successful missions. He was the leader of the squadron. Just five days away from being furloughed and released from active duty, he took his 75th mission off the USS Kitty Hawk. And Captain Charlie Plum, as he soared through the skies, thinking that he was bulletproof, after 74 missions completed, was shot down. He ejected and he parachuted down over enemy territory. They captured him and they put him in what we would later come to know as the Hanoi Hilton. He was taken as a prisoner of war. His cell was right next to John McCain. And for six years, over 2,000 days, he lived in an eight by eight cell. He said he could take three steps to the right, turn around, and take three steps back. And for eight years, no window, no writing paper, no correspondence with the outside world. And for six years, he lived in this eight by eight cell. Finally, he was released after the Vietnam conflict was over. And he was sent home and welcomed. He said several months later, he was sitting in a restaurant with his new wife. And he said a gentleman got up from the table after staring at him for a while. You know, notice that somebody was staring at you from across the room. He said, I could tell the guy was looking at me. He said, finally, he got up and he walked across the room. And he said he stuck out his hand and said, you're Captain Charlie Plum. He said, you flew 75 missions from the USS Kitty Hawk. You were shot down over Vietnam and you were a prisoner of war for six years. He said, yes. He said, how did you know all this information? He said, I packed your parachute. He said, I stood up. I grabbed his hand. He started shaking my hand. He started pumping it. He said, I guess it worked. He said, it did. He said, I prayed many prayers for you. Many prayers of thanksgiving. He said, we greeted one another. He said, I never thought I would meet the man that actually packed my parachute. But he said, I went home that night and I laid in bed and I could not sleep. He said, I thought, how many times did I pass this gentleman on the deck of our ship? How many times did I fly over that ship to land and he was below the watermark, pulling the cords, tucking the flaps and folding the silk of that parachute. How many times did I see him but did not know what he was doing to save lives? He said, I could picture his nimble fingers at work. He said, the next morning I got up and I sat at my desk and I got out my journal and I began to think of people that had packed my parachute in life. He said, I begin to remember people that helped me when I was in the service. I remember pastors and teachers from our little town in Kansas that packed my middle parachute. 
that helped me get through six years of captivity. I begin to think of a mother and a father and grandparent that laid a foundation and they packed my foundational parachute of life. He said, I made up my mind that day that every day of my life, if it was possible, I was going to find someone that packed my parachute, someone that made it possible for me to live my life and do what I do, someone that allowed me to be all that I could be. And he said, I made up my mind from that point on, I would seek out people that had packed my parachute and I would honor them and I would celebrate them and I would remember them. And when I heard that story, I thought how many people have come along in my life and they have packed the the parachute of my life that has allowed me to sail through the skies, not really realizing that without them I could not do what I do. So today on this Memorial Day weekend, after looking back at the last seasons of services that I've said, I want you to know I'm thankful that you have helped pack my parachute. I want you to know I'm thankful that whatever you've done to help me or help the kingdom of God or help someone else, but what if on this Memorial Day we made up our mind that we were going to pick up memorial stones and the cross of life and as we journeyed through we were not only going to remember we were going to honor and we are going to celebrate every gift that God has given because trust me you are not here by yourself there is not any self-made men or women in the kingdom of God but first you have a father that loves you you have a father that has given you a grace that is always sufficient and a brand new mercy every morning so we honor God and then we have been given this family of faith that we walk with and I realize they are gifts, the Bible said. So I say like Paul, when I remember you, I remember you with great joy. And I pray with you with celebration. Because I believe that what God has started in your life, he will complete. So I declare that you are the blessed of the Lord. Come on, stand with me today. What if this was the mindset we left with? What if this was how we begin to journey and live our life. That we did not wait for a service at the end of somebody's journey to celebrate them. But we just pray that the Holy Spirit would remind us that the gifts we've been given are to be honored, to be celebrated. So my prayer is, Holy Spirit, remind me. The Apostle Paul would write over and over. Pastor E.J. says, said today that the Father declared, do not forget the former places because I am a God that never changes. Over and over, the Apostle Paul would write, I remember when I'm reminded, when I think about it, when I dwell on it, now you have to understand, Apostle Paul had a journey of faith that was not for the weak or faint-hearted. He had a crazy transformation and place of salvation. So there were some things I'm sure he would want to forget. But I believe he also understood that even in difficult places, God put the right people in the right places and the right things in his journey 
so that one day Paul would be strong enough to be in a prison cell and still hear the voice of God and write to us letters that we live out today. Paul would be able to write to us and say, put on the whole armor of God. Have your head covered and your heart covered and your feet established. He would allow us to be reminded that we can pick up the sword of the Spirit and fight the good fight of faith and that there is a shield of faith that will quench every fiery dart of the enemy that comes our way. Why could Paul do that? Because there was something about Paul that over and over he would be reminded about the goodness of the Lord and the goodness of mankind and the goodness of fellow believers in the goodness of the kingdom journey. And I'm reminded today that we serve a good God and he has placed good people around us. So I celebrate and I honor and I declare that you are blessed. Thank you again for joining us for today's broadcast. Our prayer is that it ministered to you and it changed your life. If there's anything we can pray with you about or God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, please send us an email to info at citylifechurch.cc. We want to invite you to be our guest at one of our Sunday or Wednesday worship experiences. And you can find our times and locations on our website at citylifechurch.cc. You can also download our City Life Church app on your smartphones or tablets for more online messages. It was great having you with us today and we'll see you next time.